0: Welcome to the ministry of Mercy Seek Ministries and Evangelist Pat and Karen Schatzlein. We believe that the message you are about to hear will mightily change your life. Open your heart, mind, and spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to move in you. We must declare it to the next generation. Oh, I got to get into this word. How many of you love worth dying for? Don't you love worth dying for? Sean won't ever admit it, but I, I taught Sean how to sing. What's up? And uh, Sean, he do not ever admit it. Give these guys a hand. Would you do that? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally so excited right now. And there's such a stirring in my spirit for what has taken place. How many of you love Alabama Youth Convention? Isn't the greatest? It's so cool because I can get up and because I do youth conventions almost well at, at least uh, about three or four times a month I do youth conventions and it's so weird because I'll get up and I'll be in other states and I'll say roll tide and they'll they'll boo me and um, I don't and I know there's Auburn people here and y'all y'all had a great year um, y'all had an awesome year it was awesome you won three games and so um, but I don't want to I don't want to you know one of the rules of speaking is you never want to divide a house or anything so I won't say roll tide. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I just gotta wipe my mouth with my. Hey, what's up? And so, that sounded awkward. Let's move on. I love being home. Now I want to warn you because the message I'm about to share is contents. The contents are harmful to your flesh. Now, see, here's what I got to test, because a lot of you didn't sleep a whole lot last night. But 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 I know because you were in my hotel and you were loud and. Um, but see, the problem I have right now is I think we're raising a soul generation that loves worship more than word. Because it soothes your demons. But John chapter four said worship in spirit and truth. So I'm going to get kind of heavy really quick and. And, and, and I, because I must share this word and I want to get some word in you. I want to get some deep word because my, my dear friend Johnny, who spoke last night and this morning, been my brother for many, many years, uh, brought it and, and stirred it up. And so I, I kind of feel like my assignment from the Holy Spirit is just to kind of have an encounter moment. Is that all right? So that when you get in the vans, or you get in the buses, or you get in the, in the cars or wherever it is, when you're heading back home across the state, that, that the glory of the Lord will fill that vehicle as you're pulling into your city. Because I happen to believe in encounters. And, and recently I, I wrote a, a book that it's kind of co- spread out across the nation and uh, and it's taken on its own life and all Barnes and Nobles and all the bookstores and all this kind of stuff. And it's just called Why is God so mad at me? And it's it's about his love and it explains, you know, why we have natural disasters and why, how the enemy lies to a generation about how they were made and the father's love and. And uh, some of my guys from the Forerunner School are going to help me. They, I, I want to give some of those books out real quick. Can we just give some out? Does anybody want one? Um, we're just going to give these. We're just going to give these away. And so we want to give all, all of literally people. And so <laughs> make sure y'all go towards the back because they they don't never get nothing back there, and because uh, they were sleeping in and. Uh, but there's all kinds of messages on that table back there. All my wife's messages. Where's Karen at? I'm I'm looking for right here, guys. I need to see her hotness. And uh, oh, there you are. And <laughs> she's hot. And uh, hey, you want to go out? Anyway, and uh, my wife Karen travels all over the world speaking to girls and uh, and to to in fact, she did youth camps last summer to guys and girls. And God's really using her. Would you, honey? Would you stand up and would you make her welcome? She's right here. She's my gift from heaven. <laughs> And, and, and my, my, my little girl, you're going to hear me talk about her some more, but she's right down here. Would you make Abby welcome? Because she's my little gift from God. I, I wish my son Nate was here. Nate is a, uh, he went to college on football scholarship, and now he's a, he's a youth pastor in Dallas at Trinity Church. And he just got married. He and Adrian, they gonna make some babies. And, um, <laughs> oh, that's fun. And uh, it's awkward. And. But I wish they were here right now, but God's using him as a youth pastor at Trinity Church in Dallas. And and uh, I, I always do that. I always show my family before I speak because I tell a lot of stories about them. And uh, you're going to hear more about Abby in just a moment. As a matter of fact, my little gift from heaven whose first five American words were my daddy has a gun. Amen? And for all y'all that are mad about that, it's an AR-15. Let's move on. And so... Uh, but there's all kinds, of, all of Karen's messages, all the leaders, everything's half price for leaders back there, and um, all the all the audio stuff, and all of our youth pastor stuff, all that that that's good. We're not we're gonna do anymore. I gotta get into this. I'm feeling a stirring in my spirit. But you can check out the table, uh, back there, the new book, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, are you excited? See, I love worship, but I I found out that I don't always get changed by just bragging on Jesus. It's usually when I'm laying before Him that I get changed, and The thing that I've got to do is there's some things burning in my spirit because uh, I I was out jogging one day and now you got you got to follow me because again contents of this message is harmful to your flesh and I'm going to tell you that in the next few minutes the Holy Spirit's going to drop on the room and we're going to have an encounter and it's going to get kind of crazy but uh, the reason why I tell you all that and, and let me just say up front Steve and Crystal Mason are the greatest DYDs in America give them a hand in fact, where's Hannah Mason? Hannah, where are you at? Hannah, where are you at real quick? Hannah, Hannah, stand up, Hannah. Hannah, where's Hannah? Hannah's my friend. Hannah, Karen's got a gift for you. Did you bring it? Did you bring the gift for her? Okay, we'll give it to you afterward. That was a weird moment. And so, um, oh, no, there's your gift. We, we wrote a little thing for Hannah because we wanted to bless her because she's not allowed to date until so she's 43, 44. Let me get into this. A few months ago, I was out jogging. Now when I jog, I don't want you to get confused because when I jog, I run like 10 feet and then I stop and rest for about 10 minutes because I don't want to overdo all this. And I was in California getting to do a conference and it was a while back and and I'm just out jogging and uh, I jog slow enough to pick things up off the ground. You know what I'm talking about? It's like And all of a sudden, I looked down, and it was a really cool moment, because I, because I, I, and and by the way, let me just tell you what I've got to share this morning. I'm going to share, or this afternoon, I've just got to share a simple message called, They Were Wrong. He told me to come and tell you they were wrong. Every one of you that have been defined, God told me to come and tell you they were wrong every one of you that have been told that you'll never be anything, God told me to come and tell you they were wrong. Every one of you that's walked through some junk and some garbage and you got some scars and scars on earth or testimonies in and heavens and, and and those of you that have been through some stuff, God told me to come and tell you this morning, this is what I'm going to preach. I'm going I'm to preach and we're going to have fun with it and so so you may need to shake off your lunch a little bit because we're going to go into this thing, but, but God told me to come and tell this. In fact, I'm a little bit ticked off because a lot of you don't understand that Genesis 127 says you're made in his image. How many of you know devil you didn't make me, you can't break me. How Many of you know not no way always means Yahweh you know who God's raising up right now I'm gonna preach this afternoon if that's all right if you're looking for me to just sit on a little stand and put a little ear thing on and just talk to you oh, that's not what I do he told me to come and tell you they were wrong he told me to come and change your identity today and I was out jogging and I'm out by the hotel and I'm getting ready to go speak at this youth conference in, in California. And, and I'm just out running, and all of a sudden I see this coin. It's a coin. It's just a little tiny coin. And, and I'm an evangelist, so I'd love to take my own offering. And and um, so all of a sudden I, I walk over and there's this coin laying on the road, and I'm getting excited because it's a nickel. And I and I leaned over, I picked it up, and I'm looking at it, and I'm I realize it's just a just a punched-out piece of metal. It's just. I went, well, that's worthless. There's no face of a father on it. No face of a founding father. And at that moment, the Holy Spirit hit me. He said, this generation's been defined as a nameless, faceless generation, and we're going to break that lie off of them, and we're going to put the face of God on a generation. And I took this coin, and I stood there in the middle of a road, standing in the middle of a road outside my hotel, and I began to weep uncontrollably. And I've got to share this message with you. This message was birthed just by finding a coin. My wife's not heard this word. I've only shared this message like once or twice because God wouldn't let me. But all of a sudden, a few days ago, when I was getting ready for this, he said, I want you to go in there and tell Alabama Youth Convention they were wrong and my goal is to somehow get you to get angry I love what St. Augustine said. He said, Hope has two beautiful daughters, anger and courage. Anger at the way things are. and courage to make sure they do not remain so. I've come to preach they were wrong. You're going to hear that about 50 times because my goal is when you walk into your house, when you get home today, you're going to understand no matter what's come against you, they were wrong because God is the defining factor of who you're supposed to be. Are you getting this? It's time to change your identification. It's time to take your little subterranean Christianity that we dig up a little bit every Wednesday night during a youth service. Our subterranean Christian, almost like Jesus is still buried we just had to pull him up just a little bit every week well let me get my little jesus up and god says you don't understand they were wrong he told me to come and tell you that in fact they were wrong about jesus and in, in john chapter 1 verse 46 the bible says this nazareth can anything good come from there nathaniel said nazareth that's a blue-collar town that didn't even exist in the Old Testament. It was created just to do the construction work of of, uh, of the of the the, the the ruling authorities and it didn't even exist who who would come from there That's the wrong side of the tracks that's the the bad area of town Can nazareth can can anything even come from there can Birmingham Selma Montgomery. Richard. Can anything good come from there? I've come to tell you something this morning as I get into this. They were wrong. You told me to come and preach that to you because I want to remove that phrase. And you need to understand I've been praying and I have learned that purity is the backbone of authority. And so I've been praying for this service so I know he's going to show up in just a moment. In fact, what you got to understand is when you were born, radars went off in hell and said if we can stop them now, if we can make them get them to make decisions in the first 17 years, it will destroy the next 70 years of their life. If we can get them to do things right now that holds them captive, hold them hostage, to everything they've ever walked through. If we can get them to make decisions at 15, we don't have to worry about the next 50 years because they won't be a threat. Because if we can just scar them enough, if we can just walk them through enough junk and enough garbage, if the front door can slam enough and a dad say, I'm not coming back, then maybe we can stop them from being something. If we can just look at them and tell them they're stupid, they're dumb, they're an oops or an accident, they'll never be anything. Maybe if we can do this, the devil says, maybe if I can stop them, before they understand who their father is, will win the war against them. But I've come to preach a message simply called they were wrong. Because maybe you don't understand. I am seeing the rising up of the wounded, the abandoned. I'm seeing the rising up of the less likely. Uh, uh, the I'm, I'm seeing the rising up of the who would have thoughts. I love it when somebody suddenly gets used by God and the devil sits back and says, No way. God says Yahweh. <laughs> That's funny. And somebody shout out, they were wrong. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. You and you obviously you aren't convinced just yet. Somebody help me say it again. What do you say? You know what I've learned. God always chooses the wrong people. Yeah, I don't know what talent agency God uses, but He needs to fire them because He uses like the most jacked up people all the time. I'm a drug dealer's kid. My father got saved when I was five, and and so you got to understand nobody been saved in my family. And 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 then I, in high school, I went to high school in a place called Aniona, Alabama, and 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 so it's cool to be somewhere where somebody might know that that name of that town and and but you, you got to understand it's amazing how god is raising up i mean in my town we had back then like one or two red lights karen came from McRae, georgia they didn't even they had a half a red light and it was broke and so you got to understand god's raising up the ones nobody thought could be used look what it says in first corinthians chapter 26 it says take a good look i love this <laughs> this is cool take a good look friends At who you were when you got called into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and the best. (laughs) They haven't seen my report card, have they? All right. Uh, Among you, not many influential, not many from high society families. Isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses? He chose the nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies? This is who God's raising up. The nobodies. And the sin of religious people is to define greatness by 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 something you establish with just a little bit of Jesus and just a little bit of personality, a little bit of organization and and a little bit of who you know. But true greatness comes from a father declaring who you are. In fact, I want you to watch this video because I've got to preach they were wrong. I'm not going to go real long. I'm lying, of course, but watch this video. Get ready for an outpouring. You're an accident. Nobody loves you. You mean nothing to me. You know you're the reason why your daddy left. No one wants you you're a failure you're not good at anything no one likes you you're so fat he can't use you Eternal Father, I hear your voice. I'll always be there for you. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're gonna change the world. I still love you. You're broken You're a champion. told me to come and tell you they were wrong I don't I've never wrote a message like this this might be my my next book I don't know but he just told me to come and tell you they were wrong and and what you've got to understand I've come to fix your identity today in fact the date was for me when I began to understand what it's like to go and Restore identity to someone. The date for Karen, Nate, and I was, in fact, we're going to we're gonna show you a video as I, as I share about this. A video that's publicly never been seen. We've, I've never showed this to anybody. But this week when I was going through I uh, just some stuff in our house, I, I found the video of when we went to China to get happy. And I just want to show you that moment because the date was, and you know what I've learned? Every time God wants to change a generation, somebody gives birth. So I want to take you to a dark room, it's dusk outside, in a little town called Nanchang, China. You can hear children crying. The smell of the place is still ingrained in my psyche, it's it's crazy how it is. I'll never forget climbing those stairs and I was about to meet the greatest gift God ever gave me. Outside there was children playing in garbage dumps. I'll never forget because I was walking down the hallway and I glanced and there was other families with us and suddenly I saw the face of this little girl that looked at me and I looked at her and I said to Karen, I just saw her for the first time. First time I held my Abigail in my arms, she reached up and rubbed my face and said "Baba," which means "Daddy." And at that moment, I made up my mind that she had changed my destiny. See, it's I'm trying to show you something, but in that country, they they don't always believe in the children. But I've come to say they were wrong. Are you getting with me so far? Are you understanding what I'm trying to say to you? Because see, I looked up the word "orphan," and and the word "orphan" is "orphaness." Actually, one of our team found this, and the word is "orphaness." Is, it means uh barefat which is which means deprived of a teacher a guide or a guardian I, I have decided that when you i'm 43 when you get to a certain point in your life you figure out your life messages and one of my life messages is restore integrity to to the ministry to the call that but my, my second life message is encounters with God outpouring of the Holy Spirit but my, my third message that God has restored to me my personal life message is to break an orphan spirit off a generation and I'm reminded what Jesus said in John chapter Chapter 14 uh